All right, we're live. Hey. We did it. We're here. Yep. We're here. Yep. Uh, sorry for the delay. John pulled the old switcheroo on us. Um, but we're here. John is uh, busy. Yeah. He was working he was hard today. not able to make it. Bringing home that bacon. Yep. Bringing home that bacon. Exactly. Uh, we talked yeah. about this briefly. I just quickly off the top. Hey, if you didn't listen to us talk over the game awards yesterday, you should go. Can they still watch that? Is that is it even worth me mentioning this? Yeah. Uh, I mean, I'll put it up on YouTube. Uh, okay. I can put it on our YouTube even <clears throat> if I, you wanted to. Sure. Because like I have a copy of it on video. Like on sure. The, Why not? Video. So okay. it'll be on our yeah, YouTube. It'll be, it'll it'll be, be on the Paul YouTube. and I talking over the game awards. If you haven't yeah. watched the game awards and you want to, um, we did that yesterday. You should check that out. Yeah, for sure. Anyways, I was going to say, I, yeah, I mentioned this yesterday in the, during the thing, but during the podcast now, you got to watch Ted Lasso. Mm. Were you watching more of it? I've watched the, I've watched seven episodes. There's 10. This is on oh, okay. Apple TV plus. I don't, so I've never basically done. <laughs> Yeah, I got three episodes. I'll I'll finish. Uh, I would have said I would finish tonight, but it's probably after this. I'm watching Mandalorian and going to bed. I'll finish this weekend. Um, sure. But holy smokes, I, I, I'm not ever one for like, oh, yeah, subscribe to a service and watch one show. This is the first time like you got to subscribe to Apple TV plus just get yourself, you know, the, the five dollars a month or whatever it is. I, I have no idea how much Apple TV plus is. Ted Lasso is one of the best shows of the year. Guaranteed. I will uh I will find a way to watch it for sure. Yeah. Uh Jason Sudeikis does a, fa- a fantastic job. It's the the hype is real. It is like the feel good comedy you want for 2020. Okay. It is, I could use one of those. It is so yeah. funny and he is it's it's such a warm and inviting show and the characters are so nice and and enjoyable to watch. It, it is it is really great. Um <laughs> My girlfriend was was kind of joking. She was like, this is really nice, I, but I I just I keep thinking something bad's going to happen and I don't want that. Yeah. <laughs> I don't want that to happen. Yep. Um, I can say this so year far, has seven, put everyone on edge. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's like, you gotta don't. Should I let my guard down? I don't want to be hurt. Um, yeah. Seven episodes in. There hasn't been like some big dark twist or, or anything horrible happening yet. So um, good. But yes, go check out Ted Lasso for sure. That is a really great show. Cool. Yep, yep. All right. Yep. I'll put it on my list for sure. Uh, yeah, I need to see if anything else is worth it on, on Apple TV plus I got a free year cause I got a new phone, so I might as well oh, take yeah. advantage of it. Yeah. I mean, I know like this is a video game thing, but if anyone's listening has recommendations, they can send that shit in. We'll read that. Sure. Yeah. Probably not on air, but we will actually like talk about it if we're watching it. So, yep. you know, yep. 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 Uh, what you been up to the last week? Oh my god, so much video gaming, <laughs> so much video okay. gaming. But um, I did watch. We watched Mando today. It was uh a little bit slower than the last two episodes, but super good and important still. So it's still fun. Okay. Uh, the last One two left. episodes have been a roller coaster though, so that's yeah. why. Yep. <laughs> yep. Um. <clears throat> all right, let's get into it. This is the mm-hmm. Tom perspective for December 11th. I'm Sean Booker. I'm Paul Fleck. And uh, watch this. Okay. Questions. 
you want to send a question in, it's topdownrespective at gmail.com, at TDP Podcast on Twitter, the Discord channel, or John's P.O. Box are all great ways to send questions in. I think we should start off with this one from Gutang Clan. I know most of the show will be about the Game Awards, but can everyone pick one thing from this major Disney information drop to briefly discuss? We should definitely do this because I am stoked for this. Holy uh, what shit. are you most looking forward to? Um, Some big just stuff. Just to like peek behind the curtain, that's literally the last question even. I know, but the list. whole time I've been thinking, this, <laughs> this would be a great like intro topic, but I'll just okay. do this switcheroo thing. <laughs> so we should talk about this, because we were just talking about this kind of stuff. I was sure. like, oh, perfect, let's just, let's just talk about this. Sure, <laughs> I just wasn't prepared for it. Okay, Did you follow um, any of the investors' call yesterday? No, but I have the list up here, and uh, a few people have like asked... If I'm excited for certain stuff, and I am absolutely excited for certain some certain stuff. So we have a big list in front of us. In fact, if you're in the live chat right now, I'll give you the link that I'm looking at here. Uh, so going down this, they kind of split it up in between like the different properties that Disney owns. Um, so starting with Marvel, the thing I'm really looking forward to is I really want to see what if. Uh, but okay. they haven't really sure. shown anything about that yet. So that's a bummer out of the things that they're kind of like saying is coming up. I'll probably check out WandaVision, even though I kind of don't care about vision. Um, oh, no, I do dude, like vision uh, is cool. There's there's a comic series about vision um, from a few years back where it's like a 12 issue run. I, f- I forget what the name of it is, but the vision and his like vision family, like his robot family like move into like a cul-de-sac and try to have like a regular life. And it's super good. I'm going to try and look up the name of that. Okay. I do like Scarlet Witch and I think she gets like criminally to not enough stuff going on when she's in the movies. So I'd be interested to see a little bit more of her. Uh, But like, I got to go with Loki, man. I I really like Tom Edelston. Um, and I think that character is just kind of neat and they could do some really cool stuff in a show with him. So I'm stoked for Loki more than anything. Okay, I think of, the like, trade is things. called yeah, what if? Little Worse Than a Man. If you just look up Vision, Little Worse Than a Man. It's by Tom King. Yeah, someone in the chat is saying it's the run written by Tom King. Uh, look that up. Great Vision run. Some cool stuff happens there. Uh, Vision is a, is a fun and cool character with, with his whole family. <clears throat> okay, cool. All right. I'm excited for WandaVision for sure. Uh, and it's soon. That's in like, that's a month. Yeah. Yeah. That's crazy to me. But like, it, everything just feels like it's further away because when you see 2021, you're just like, oh, that's next year. It's like, yeah, that's next month, actually. Yep. <laughs> so, it always, it always um, c- comes real to me when like the, the, like gallon of milk I buy the expiration date is either on or past yep. Christmas. <laughs> and yep. it's like, Whoa, Oh man. Yep. For sure. Um, they I'm pretty excited about just kind of all the stuff that's, that's coming to just Disney plus like the, the movies. I'm sure. I'm, I'm not sure if they said, um, cause they did say that, um, black widow will come to Disney plus. Um, is it going to be that like extra thirty dollar thing again? Because I don't want to. I don't want to do that. Um, As oh, um, I did watch that new Mulan. Yeah, that was not worth the extra thirty dollars. <laughs> so actually, I just watched Mulan as well. I, I totally forgot about that. I don't like that movie. It's. I don't know how they made the the like Legend of Mulan so boring, 
and they like added a witch and every like everything about that movie is just boring so my big problem with it like okay it would those some of the best songs in a disney movie are in mulan if you make the decision it's not gonna be a musical okay it's not gonna be a musical all right yeah but my problem with it is the the whole the whole premise of mulan is you know the girl she it doesn't matter that she's a girl she can be whoever she wants she can do anything we're gonna we're gonna break barriers she's just like everyone else she's gonna do it don't let the gender get in the way but in this movie they give her magic powers so yeah. it's no longer an issue of like anyone can do anything they want. It's, hey, if you have magic powers, you can break the gender norms. And it's like that's yeah. the that's the complete opposite of what the message of this movie is. Also, there's a straight up witch who's actually winning the war for the other side. It's yeah, not actually just weird. a war. It's I, literally a witch doing a, a lot of it. Movie. Yeah, it's weird. It's not very good. Uh, really man, good. I feel bad for people that paid 30 bucks for that. Holy crap. That's a lot. That's a lot. That's sure. a lot. Yeah. Uh, I was stoked to to see that they're not going to recast uh, T'Challa because out of like respect for Chadwick Boseman. I don't know how sure. the fuck they're going to do that now, though. Yeah, I'm, but we'll see. I'm super confused. Like, what what do you do? Do you just say like. And there's another one like I don't know. I don't know Black Panther <laughs> in the comics very well. I'm I'm sure there's been several people who have taken up the mantle of black panther so mm-hmm. are they just going to be like hey we're moving on to the next guy here we go kind of you know cap passing the shield on sure i yeah, i don't know who knows um ant-man and the wasp quantumania that's a great subtitle what does that even mean <laughs> <laughs> uh but sure i okay yeah um this is kind of adjacent this wasn't at the investors call but the whole like m- the like spider-man 3 yeah all the cast members being announced they're making a live action spider-verse that's yeah. that's what they're doing right <clears throat> just like kind of grabbing bits and pieces out of every spider-man thing that's existed somehow yeah and they're gonna yeah. come to, like i'm uh, that seems very cool to the point where it's yep. like my girlfriend hasn't seen the sam raimi spider-man movie and i'm like well we got to watch those now yeah you're, you're gonna, gonna have to, to go know. through them like yep. we're gonna watch two really good spider-man movies and then a really bad one <laughs> Like, like a really cringy one, because this so still bad. has a few parts that I'm just like, this is OK. But then it's like, oh, this is what the fuck did you do? <laughs> yeah, like yeah. it is. I think the stuff with Sandman is fine. And I think that's yeah, what the is. whole story was, if I remember reading right, is they, they had they wanted to go Sandman. But then the studio was like, no, you got to get Venom in there. Yeah, you, you got to push. You, for and it, they yeah. kind of pushed him in there. And it's like and all the worst stuff is the Venom stuff. Everything that oh, happens totally. with Venom sucks. And the Sandman stuff's great. It's heartfelt. So, anyways. Um, okay, and then a whole bunch of Star Wars stuff. Uh, which most of these yeah, things are, yeah. are Star Wars things I'm not really familiar with. Um, but okay. maybe they mean a bit more to you. I mean, the one I'm looking forward to, obviously, is I really loved... Uh, it, like, is it a spoiler to say Ahsoka... And Rosario Dawson, I guess not. She has her own spinoff coming. So like, yeah, I don't think it's that's, a spoiler. If you, yeah, so like, I really love that, and I am so fucking excited to see more of that of her in that role. That's exciting. Yeah, that'll be cool. Uh, a lot of these, I just, I guess, I'm just not the biggest Star Wars fan, so they don't do a ton. Like when they say Star Wars Lando, it's like, okay. 
The one I don't care care about that most people do is I don't care about Obi-Wan. Like, I like Obi-Wan. I like Ewan McGregor. I don't care about his story, honestly. That seems to be another big one for sure. Um, Yeah, I don't know. I'll probably watch, like, most of these. If not, like, for sure, I'll watch the live action stuff. Um, but like, yeah. I ha- like I have a I have a uh, a Disney Plus subscription. I might as well watch all these things. Um, I'm excited to see what the Taika Waititi Star Wars thing is because they haven't sure. really shown or said anything about that. And that dude does some crazy shit. So that could be interesting. Yeah, he, he does some good stuff for sure. But things like I don't know a droid story. I don't. Maybe not. I don't know. Right. I have to just kind of see. I bet. No, I bet not all of these will be like as good as the Mandalorian. So I'll watch the good ones. Totally. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, lots of new movies as well. Uh, and then, okay, let's, let's go on to some of like the Pixar stuff. Uh, this and, is your Disney, jam right here. All this, this is my stuff. jam in the Disney animation. So like Ray and the last dragon coming to Disney. So it says via premier access. I must, that's, I don't, that's the $30 bucks, thing, but like, yeah. I'll probably do it for an at, for a Disney animation movie. I'll probably do it. Sure. I I think you're at least getting a mark of quality if you do it with like a Pixar thing. Yeah. Like at least there's that. Yeah. I don't know. They also announced, I don't see it on this list here, um, but they're doing a like prequel movie uh, for Buzz Lightyear. Yeah, here we go. Lightyear, Um, which this makes me think of. Did you ever watch Buzz Lightyear of Star Command, the animated TV show? I didn't know. Okay, so he had a cartoon when he was like in Star Command learning to be a a ranger. I don't remember anything about it besides he had like some friends because there was a cast of characters. I watched that so long ago. I'm curious if like it'll touch on that in any way, if any of those characters would show up. Yeah. Yeah, that could be interesting. I didn't actually know about this Lightyear thing at all. Um. It's going to be his voice by Chris Evans. I mean, something with Moana would be cool. I loved Moana. Uh, so Are they doing something with Mo- Moana? Apparently, a musical comedy series for Moana. We'll see. Okay. That's three years away. Well, two years away. Yeah, that's... Okay. Wake me Some up in two years, boss. and then yeah. we'll talk about it. <laughs> I did... This is one that the investor call they announced this earlier, but... Um, Soul coming on on Christmas is going to be fantastic, and they're going to put a Pixar short out on Disney Plus at the same time, which smart. that's great. I'm glad that's not going away. Like part of Super the smart. excitement of seeing a Pixar movie was, and I get a new short. So I'm glad that's still happening for sure. I really like that they're actually doing stories. Like there's that uh, it's in here somewhere. Hold on, Luca, uh, set in Italy. Um, Tiana's getting some more stuff from the Princess on the Frog and Canto uh, for a Columbia thing. Like, I really like that they're going more worldly with a lot of stuff. They've been doing that for a while now. I just really like to see that continue. So that's cool. Um, and there was something else I was interested in, but I don't remember what it was. And it's not Zootopia, because I've never seen that. What else? Here. You should see Zootopia. That's worth a watch. I, I, I like Zootopia. It's not amazing, but... The only thing I know about Zootopia is everybody wants to have sexual relations with a bunny or something in it. 
Judy Rabbit? Okay. Is that a that's per- the main, that's the main character? I don't know. I don't know. I don't. There's, like uh, there's people talking online about bad things about that. I mean, character. There's people talking online about wanting to have sex with every cartoon character. It's, that's nothing new. True. True. Oh, Judy Hops. Okay, thank you. Oh, maybe I'm thinking of Ray, uh, Ray and the Last Dragon. That's probably what I'm thinking of that I want to see. Yeah. All right. Do you want to keep going with emails, or do you want to do games and then come back to to questions? I just kind of want to do games and then come back. All right. Let's do some <laughs> games. Cool. Um. So, hey, Paul, what you uh, what you been playing? Uh, I played through Thirteen Sentinels a hundred percent. That's my week. That was that's a lot. Four or five. So I, I also I started Thirteen Sentinels. I played two or three hours of it. So no spoilers. Yeah, the two the like area they call tutorial is about four hours long. Uh so and that's where you're kind of learning each character. There's no way you can talk about this game without spoiling something. So I'm not even gonna try. What I will say is that the way they do really cool sci-fi narrative things and interweave them together into one weird story that is paced out appropriately so that you're always given new information that is shocking and you're like what the fuck is going on and then it all ties it up in the end is actually pretty impressive okay i'm kind of curious about kind of the gameplay is it um is it from what i've done in the tutorial it's just kind of a lot of just move to one character talk to them talk 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 and then it's like a weird over map grid fighting kind of game is it just like yeah that so the rest of it it's split up into three parts uh there's a part called destruction which is kind of a real-time strategy thing where you are uh controlling your characters and mechs in kind of like a grid style thing mm-hmm. that is the city and there is kaiju or monsters attacking it and you have like different abilities that you can use with the different mechs to do different things and then it ramps up eventually and blah 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 so that's like the more gameplay focused thing the other one is called remembrance and that's more like a visual novel where the main loop is you play through a character's story to kind of get their memories and that involves talking to and meeting the other characters and like just kind of like existing in that world getting keywords through talking to people and then exploring those keywords more to open up new dialogue options and like different paths that you can take in different like parts of their memory opening up um i would say that's the bulk of the game out of like the 36 hours i probably spend about 30 of it doing that stuff that's like mostly all of it mostly visual novel what's the third part the third part is just called analysis and what it is is uh it takes like those keywords and the characters and it kind of does a giant event list of everything that you learn and uh different like uh files that you can read up on and it updates them as you get more information so if you ever feel like you don't know what's going on with the story it gives you just a full like breakdown of the things you know already to just kind of like catch up on which is cool it's sure but yeah it's just analysis uh just basically a giant list of the timeline of what's going on right on um again this is i said this in the in our stream yesterday i think that game is unnecessarily horny it's not yeah and i can't tell you why without telling you the ending so we'll leave it at that all right i'm glad to hear it i will let me ask you one question 
is there a reason why yeah. these people need to be naked in the mechs? Yes. Yeah. Okay. There's a reason right. for literally everything. Okay, cool. No, I'm glad to hear it. Um, cause at the beginning there's, they're just a throwaway line why, that they're naked in the mechs and then they never touch on it. And it's like, what was the point of this? That's because <laughs> when they touch on it, it's literally, Oh shit. What? Okay, <laughs> That's cool. the end. No, I'm glad to hear it. I'm glad there's a reason. Um, yeah. cause like, this is the dragon crown people like un- unnecessarily horny is, is definitely up their alley. Nah, horny's necessary sometimes. That with that sorceress in that game was unnecessary, though. I will give you that. That was too much. Um, okay, <laughs> so yeah, I, I plan to keep going through it. Right now, I'm in the like, I gotta play a bunch of PlayStation stuff because I'm not taking that back to Canada with me for the break. So that's definitely yeah. one of my the, the games I'm playing most, and I want to try and finish. I got just under two weeks to do that. I will tell you the uh, biggest bummer I have with it is that it would be cool if it showed you in the like destruction part your mechs fighting the kaiju instead of just like weird colored representations of where things are. Like it'd be cool if you actually saw that stuff, but of course that would have made it so that it came out five years from now, I'm sure, rather than like this year. Right. And even um, during the like visual novel parts, there's not like a ton of animation. Um No. It's so like it an anim like um cinematic like sort of thing yeah, yeah <clears throat> for sure uh and the other thing and this is a big problem i have with it actually is that when you're doing the destruction part you're kind of it's pausing a lot when your characters have a turn because they want to make sure you're able to like think it through and do your thing uh but it is real time so things are happening it doesn't have a replay function at the end and i think it would have been cool to be able to see like the battle go on without any of the pauses and like see like where my mechs oh, ended just, up just and kind stuff. of watch the battle in real time yeah i see <clears throat> how long do those that fights get because nice. so far they're like the worst part oh really i i learned to like them a bit uh they get i will say the final area the last three fights ish were the only part where it started getting difficult i was able to keep up and like absolutely destroy it there's only one i didn't get an s rank on the whole time okay yeah well hearing that it's only like six of the 30 hours is the 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 fights it almost seems like why are these kind of even in here like it seems like you guys didn't really want these there is story stuff in there as well uh and you have to do some of those fights to unlock more story stuff and more story stuff to unlock some more of the fights. So it does kind of force you back and forth. Sure. But I mean, just from like a writing perspective, I I think I would have assumed they could have just like not built this whole like fight engine and Mm -hmm. and mechanics and just had more visual novel. Um, Yeah. So I'm wondering like like, if if it's in there such a small amount, it's like, why is it, is it here? Like what was the draw to like, Oh, we need to have this whole other component, but then barely kind of touch it in comparison. I think they just wanted to do it like there's no reason. Yeah, I need to play more. My my hearing kind of, yeah, the 30 to six ratio makes me think like, hey, we wanted to try something and maybe they want to make a full fledged game out of that. Mm -hmm. So maybe that's kind of what their hopes are down the down the way. But I don't know. Um, My one nitpick is when you're talking to someone and uh you know you're going you're doing the visual novel then they'll like finish a thought 
Mm-hmm. And then you have to select them again to keep talking. And it's like, yo, if you had more to say, just keep going. Like, what? Are you, why are you stopping? <laughs> oh, because uh, there are points where you can get more information and consider those in your head before continuing to talk with them. But at the beginning, it doesn't feel like there's a reason for it. Yeah, because right now I haven't had too many like, oh, now I got like yeah. two options kind of. It's like, oh, no, I already did all the stuff in my head. I haven't gotten anything new. Like, keep going. Yeah. Like, wait, why would you, you stop? Like, just keep going. Yeah. I think it's just the way they coded it, just so I yeah, it's weird for sure. Uh, okay, especially hey, because like else. there were a lot of times where I would have my hot cocoa and I just wanted to like kind of watch it play out and sip on my cocoa, but I kept having to pick up my controller to hit X sure. to continue yeah. the conversation. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, that's all I played though. That's it. All right. Um, I played the big new release. I've played some Cyberpunk 2077. Uh, How big is your dong? uh, I'm playing a a lady that does not have a dong. Okay. I was going to... I'm glad that you added that because I was going to still ask you. If you were just like, I'm playing a lady, it's like, yeah. How big is your dong? No, I totally get it. I am playing a lady without a dong. Um, uh, I've played it maybe three or four hours. I can't quite remember. Uh, Slow start. Uh, yeah, I've heard it, this. It is very much like they're trying to tell you this story. Um, yep. I've done like maybe one major gunfight. Has Keanu uh, talked to you? I haven't even met him. I don't. Nope. Okay. <laughs> no, so I've not met he's Keanu not at the yet. Beginning. I keep okay. thinking like I should keep playing to at least Keanu. I don't know when he shows up, but yeah, I have not got there yet. I understand well, he's in a lot of that game because he is very core to that story. But yeah, like I said, slow beginning. I've only really been doing uh, story missions as well. Um, but even so, that's maybe like I've done maybe three story missions so far. Um, I've done the, the like, uh, what is it? Uh, the brain dance, which is the Batman detective mode where you like scrub through video footage in a 3D space and you can change the lenses to like, oh, I want to see the infrared of what this, you know, tape looked like and oh i want to listen to key sounds to piece things together that seems cool but i you know i did that in batman so maybe there'll be something kind of really exciting in here i have two questions Uh, yeah can you be a rigger what is that a rigger like a character that like deals with drones and vehicles you can hack stuff um the only thing i've been able to hack so far is like turning off cameras so they won't see me when i go past them Uh, i've hacked a few things that can like distract an enemy like make them go over there Um, and then in the tutorial they i was able to hack somebody's grenades so they just went off uh while they were holding them Uh, i have not seen the option to hack uh drones or anything big yet but you don't like have a drone pet companion or something like I that. I don't. I did just in a mission. I did just get what looked like a spider drone. Um, okay. I'm supposed to be handing that off to someone. I, I would not be surprised if something happens where I'm like, no, I'm going to keep this. And then I got okay. a, a drone guy. Um, and- there are like auto turrets and stuff. And I, I believe I've heard you can hack those. So they'll help be on your side. <clears throat> okay. What's what's kind of interesting is when you're in the fire, the main the one firefight I've had so far other enemies hacked me so every now and then i would just overheat and just light on fire for a little bit 
Sure. Um, yeah, that makes which sense. that was super annoying. So I had to like, so you got to find the person who's hacking you and, and kill them. So that would stop. Um, I did just get a, a perk that will now kind of point out to me when I'm, when someone's like hacking me and like, like highlight them. So I know I got to get over to him right now and, and stop this. Cause I don't, I want to stop being lit on fire. Uh, very confusing. It did not really tell me why I was on fire every like 15 seconds during this fight. Um, it doesn't give you like a weird indication that you're being hacked or anything like that. It may have at the very beginning, but like in the middle of a gunfight, I had like nine other things to focus on. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Yeah. Yeah. I got that's kind of, that's the thing. This game is so dense. Like, Oh, holy shit. It is so dense. Yeah. There's, there is at least 11 different skill trees. Sure. Do you use karma to level them up? No, you. And does anybody just, call you Chummer? I have not had either of those. I don't know what you're referencing. Okay. Oh, um, Cyberpunk, the Shadow Run specifically, but Cyberpunk. Yeah, I, I, I have guess. not. I don't. I don't think I've heard of Chummer. Nope. Okay, um, that's that's a Shadow Run thing. Do they have a weird? What's the way to put this? American Chinese Japanese lingo that like they use with each other. That's kind of like odd. Uh, maybe I, I've really only talked to my one dude who he seems, uh, of some kind of like Latino descent and he has some Spanish okay. put in there. I'm sure there's going to be other characters with stuff, a lot sure. of Japanese influence, but that's just yeah. kind of cyberpunk in general. Yeah. I, I would say, um, okay. Cool. Uh, again, haven't done. So you get three paths at the beginning of where you want to start from. I picked Corpro, uh, which just kind of seemed like I haven't really done the four Your three options are instead of besides corpo street kid which you like you know you grew up on the streets of night city yada yada sure. yada and then the other one is uh something about you're like an outsider you lived in like kind of uh okay. out on the farms and stuff sure um, yeah so i picked corpo uh, you're you're a business person who gets like betrayed and then you start the story that just seemed like a story i hadn't really played before street kid sounds like every single rpg um yeah mm-hmm. and, and so does the the hicks one a bit as well so uh did corporal it, did, it didn't change much I, I did maybe like half a mission before it was like oh now i'm doing some pretty generic stuff so it doesn't change too much but okay. you do get different dialogue options as you go through the main game based on whatever starting path you picked sure. so it'll say because so you in in the dialogue you know v is voiced uh you get to respond in different ways and it'll just say like corpo and then you can say something and it's usually for me, it's something like if we're talking about businesses or industries, I'll have some like insider knowledge on, oh, I've done this before. Oh, you know, I've yeah, been in that how, lifestyle. I know exactly how, I know how hard it is to get shipments yeah. moved, stuff like that. What, yada, yada. I'm interested to see if there's a point where you have to talk to like some street toughs or whatever. And it's like you just don't aren't able to talk with them properly because they can smell that you're a corporate piece of shit. Or something. No, well, because well, I'm not. That's the thing is halfway through like the very first mission. I'm no longer I have been I'm X'd out of being a corporate person. And now I'm just a, a hacker on the streets. That's the mm-hmm. game. So <clears throat> I'm like, okay. I have a background in, in being a corporate person, but that doesn't no one refers to me as that. I'm just because I'm a vigilante basically at this point. Sure. <clears throat> OK. Um, 
the gun is the, the fighting is uh, wonky. It seems a little loose and I'm having a hard time telling if it's because I need to just put like a bunch of perk points into stabilizing stuff or if it yeah. is just that's how it's going to be. It's hard to tell. Um, I haven't had much bugs. I've been I've had friends who are saying the game's crashing for them. I'm playing on the Xbox Series X, which means I am playing the Xbox one version because there is not a current gen version out yet and there is no release date for when that optimized version will be coming out so the xbox one version being played on the series x doesn't look very great i'll say that really it it looks fine not it doesn't look great there's definitely but again keep in mind this is not optimized for the xbox series x this is a last generation still do like it should still do like ray tracing and shit right 4k and all that it, it can do it has performance or quality mode so i can do i can do 60 frames or i can do um 4k um, okay. i'm doing 4k right now uh-huh. um i've seen some screenshots comparing it to the pc and it just is blowing it out of the water it just looks weird oh let me actually oh. get you one because you should you should really see this i have one saved on my twitter because i sent it to a friend okay. i can drop it in the chat as well oh okay there we go. Here's a yeah. I'm kind of tweet. interested. I'll just, I'll, to I'll see. just drop it in the chat, and you can grab that link there. Sure. There's a there's a PC screenshot compared to an Xbox Series X. Mine didn't look that bad. <laughs> um, there's no what? <laughs> okay. It's not great, right? Uh, this is a Series X. I understand. I'm playing the One X version. HDR is on. This is performance versus quality mode so they're playing with 60 frames not uh four okay sure that makes a little more sense uh this uh, is a direct screen share capture i didn't mess with it so i will say mine doesn't hasn't looked that bad it doesn't look anywhere near as good as that pc one i've got that mission is pretty early on uh so i actually just did that uh before the show um and i kind of was watching for it um, but you know, I'm not going to wait uh, for the, the, the upgrade. Cause who knows when that's coming? Sure. Yeah, yeah. Uh, the only bug I've run into is I walked into a bar and there was a person T posing. And honestly, I couldn't tell if that was a bug or if the person was supposed to T pose because people are cyborgs in this game. And maybe that was a weird <laughs> joke, but I'm pretty sure they were not supposed to, cause I was able to talk to them and they were like, what do you look like? What's up with you, man? And they have their like, you know, regular response. And I was like, I don't think you're supposed to be T posing, but. Anyway, I'll, I'm going to move on. Uh, but it did it did make me pause for a second. I was like, yeah, OK, maybe they're just like their cybernetics are freaking out. Who knows? Anyway, um, I'm, I'm looking forward to getting in more into it. Uh, definitely want to ch- hang out with Keanu, see what that's all about. Um, yeah. But for the for the most part, I'm, I'm having fun again, though. It is so dense. Holy crap. There is so much going on. I still can't believe there's at least 11 skill trees. That's that is ridiculous. Uh, there's there's a lot you can like customize and and whatnot. So cool. Uh, so yeah, that's Cyberpunk 2077. Uh, nice. I've all right. So I jumped into the new expansion for Destiny 2. Yeah. It's called what do you think? Beyond Light. Beyond Light. I knew I knew it had light in the name. Um, I'm having a good time. Um, like I said to you uh, yesterday, you start under leveled, which is just mm-hmm. bizarre to me. It so, kind of stays that way too. 
unless you like get lucky or grind a little bit so they they flattened everyone out to 1050 as is the new level and the first mission you play the introductory mission to this expansion is at 1070 yeah and then you're pretty much like 20 points below the whole time which was getting difficult for us um Yep. We we were getting like one shotted by bosses to the point where yep. we were like, should we be should we grind or do we just, we just got to get good? And we just kind of said, let's just get good because we just went through a whole mission and we're like halfway through this boss. Like we can do it. Um, sure. But we had to like really focus. The first boss fight was actually pretty fun and interesting. Um, Which one was the that one, one? It's the one that like takes the floor out from under you a couple oh, times. Okay. Um, yeah. That was cool. That was a fun boss fight for sure. Uh, and then on the like the last leg of it, they give you the ice powers again, and it's like, oh, yeah. it's time. Let's go. Um, yeah, that was that was pretty enjoyable. Um, but we got to the point where we're like, I think we gotta we gotta do some grinding. So we're probably gonna like run some strikes and get sure. our number up there. Is there a way to select which strike you want to do, or is it always random? Uh, can you do it from the map? itself well in on the map is can't you like pick to go and do a strike to like match make up for a strike off the map yeah but there's also it's always been random where this yeah but there's also like actually on the map where like strikes are like on the different planets i don't think i've i don't think i've seen them split up like that okay yeah no i usually just do the random and it's usually just the one for like the nightfall for the weekly or whatever where it's just the same one over and over. Yeah. So that that's that's a bummer because uh, I've definitely yeah. in the past have like needed to grind and I was like I'll do some strikes and you end up kind of doing some of the same missions again and again, and, which yep. which is annoying. Also, like with the new expansion, I would ass- is there a new strike? Is there, yes. Is there a okay? I would love to play the new one. <laughs> like, yeah. P- please. Uh, yeah. I don't want to just randomly. I would love to play the new ones. We did one sure. strike. A couple days ago, and it was the one from the last last year's expansion. Because I was like, I remember doing this, and that and it looks great. The, you know, the upgrade sure, looks yeah. fantastic. It looks so good. It's like I did this a year ago. Let me play the new stuff. So, did you I, notice yeah. that like when you do the ice stuff, there is like a suspicious amount more particle effects because new stuff should look good? <laughs> it's just like, uh, oh man, I didn't. A lot I did of- not notice, but oh, it does okay. look good for sure. Uh, what's yeah. your what class are you playing? I play a Titan. What is what does the Titan do when they have the ice powers? Um, I'm trying just gets in. The, it's the same thing gets in there and just kind of like a slamming thing, like a melee ice okay. thing. So I play a warlock. The warlock gets a wand that can shoot ice uh-huh. balls out and freeze stuff. Uh, that's the sure. like right trigger attack. And then the right bumper. Um is I is I cause like an a, like an explosion on myself and anything that's frozen just dies immediately. Oh, okay. Which is actually sure. really good for co-op because if we're both freezing a whole bunch at once, it's like oh let me just finish everyone off right now. Yeah. Um, so that's kind of cool. Um, but you were telling me you don't get the ice powers to keep until the end of the expansion. Yeah, that's like the whole campaign story is the idea that maybe you shouldn't be dealing with these dark powers that are not like given from the traveler's light or whatever. Right. And then at the end, it's like, okay, you you're the dude who can deal with it. Sure. I guess, you know, narratively, that makes sense as someone who doesn't want to replay stuff over and over again. Yeah. 
this just means I'm not going to play with the ice powers that much. Sure. So, yeah. uh, but I get, I understand it's, you know, it's an MMO. The whole point is, but I guess, I guess I'll really enjoy the ice powers next year. Whenever that expands with a new in. one. Sure. Uh, I should also say, uh, beyond light is free on game pass, which is just okay. awesome. That is so, neat. Yeah. I that is fantastic. That. If you, yeah, if you get, if you have, cause destiny two is free to play, but if you download yeah. the game pass version of destiny two, you get beyond, you get everything up to beyond light. That's really good. So, that's yeah. really great. Um, and now and like and the reason I'm playing it this week is the, uh, the, the PS5 and the Series X updates are now live. So it's uh, 4K 60. Um, nice. Crucible is 120 frames a second. I might because my, my my Xbox will let me do 120 at 1080. So I yeah. might try that you out do just to see what it's like. Yeah. Um, but yeah, we'll see. And never go back to 60 again. Never, yeah <laughs> well only crucible is 120 so i it's only for crucible. oh oh weird okay huh yep um uh, okay last game i played to talk about is haven this yeah. is uh the new game i forgot the name of the studio but they did fury yes and you can kind of tell because the art style like the color palette and such looks the same sure um real bright colors um, a lot of like, you know, contour lines around everything. Everything is like, you know, not a lot of like texture, just a lot of like solid plain, like flat colors. Um, this is a super unique game. I guess at its core, it's kind of a survival game, kind of Metroidvania esque. Um, but you play as one of two people in a relationship. Uh, you and get the other person's name um and you can just you, jump back and forth but oh okay that was between gonna the two of them that. they're kind of they're always together i actually think this game might have a local co-op but the, it local sucks so i'm not gonna do that sure um anyways uh you're you have uh landed on this planet there's a bit of a storyline you escaped some kind of um I don't want to say like totalitarian regime, but you weren't happy on your home planet. So you guys escaped to this uninhabited planet as, as far as you suspect. Although I'm starting to uncover some like ruins and whatnot. Uh, it's just the two of you living on this planet. Um, and the, the main mechanic is that you can glide around. So you kind of exit your ship and then you can glide around these big like bluey gl- green grassed plains. Right. And, you know, your other your your uh, significant other, they're in a relationship, will just kind of glide along beside you. There's these little paths uh, called flow that will give you like a speed boost and will also refill your like gliding tank. Um, You can use the left trigger. You know, it's right trigger to glide, left trigger to kind of do a drift so you can turn better. Uh, Pro tip in the menus, you can turn on the ability to move the camera around while gliding which i felt was a lot more comfortable because when you start okay. gliding it like takes away the right sticks controls and just puts you on like a specific path which the gliding is a little hard to use and i'm assuming they're trying to help you out but i just felt it found it way more comfortable to like look around while i was gliding and stuff kind of to decide where i wanted to go uh and you're picking up resources there's a hunger meter you're trying to upgrade your ship with uh of the resources on this planet the combat is super strange, though. So you'll come across these creatures that have been, like, infected with 
I think my characters are calling it rust. And you're, you're also using rust to enhance your ship. Anyway, so you like fly into the creature. And then the way the combat works is you use the D-pad and the face buttons. And each one controls one of the two people. And then each direction is the same for both of them. So up or on an Xbox controller, Y, is both pacify. And I'll get into that in a sec. Um, left and B is one of your attacks and then right and uh, X is the other attack and they're the same attacks and then down is shield. So you just hold down whichever one you want that person to do to fill up a meter, then they'll do that. And you kind of have to kind of watch the creatures. If the creature's about to attack, oh, I should get a shield ready to go and, and yada yada. If you're both doing the same attack at the same time, uh, after a little bit, you get like team attacks. You can do an extra strong attack, stuff like that. Once you've taken out the enemy's hit points you can pacify them which it, it like cleanses them and then they walk around and you can like pet them which is kind of nice uh one downside is you can't really keep a great uh, eye on your health your characters will glow different colors based on how much health they have they'll be fine if they're like greenish then they'll go to ye yellow and red but you don't get to see the numbers until you like pause the game and just go to your characters and you can see the actual health which that can be a little hard it's like do i have enough to like to keep going or should i like be shielding a whole bunch. I wish that was a little more clear. I think that I wish the whole game was a little more clear. It doesn't really tell you how to fight. It doesn't even tell you you can fight. I guess you're just supposed to like get attacked by an enemy and then, Oh, I guess I'll figure this out for myself. Um, hmm. I wish all of the game was a little more clear about that. I unlocked a map finally, which was a huge help because I think the first like three hours of this game, you're going to just kind of feel lost uh, a bit more than I think is it like wanted I, like I'm, I'm assuming they want you to feel a little lost otherwise yeah. and, and that's why they're not giving you any kind of assistance but i would have appreciated a bit more because for a bit there i was like am i even supposed to be going this way what what am i even trying to do right now i have no idea what even my goal is really all i know is i need to my ship could do some upgrades but i don't even really know where to find those pieces and then i lucked into oh i can fight these guys what does that get me oh i guess it opened a door like, it's all just, like, trial and error, so um, hopefully listening to this, if you're going to try Haven out, this will give you kind of, like, just kind of keep attacking everything and interact with everything you can, really. Um, and then eventually the yeah. game will give you some more, uh, uh, you know, feedback on what you should do. But kind of one of the really charming things about it is the relationship between these two characters. Every uh -huh. um, loading screen, you get just a small little vignette of them doing something, whether it's them having dinner together or one of them got hurt and the other one's taking care of them or one of them sick, something like that. Um, and then the way they just talk to each other, like they're just a, a, a couple that is madly in love with each other. And it's just really sweet and wholesome to just be controlling uh, both of these characters and just kind of hanging out with their life and stuff. Uh, Cause you don't get that a lot. Um, one of them's going to die and it's going to be heartbreaking. God damn it. <laughs> There's no way that ends I happy. I, I don't know. I don't know about that. There, we'll see. there definitely is a, a plot point going on about how the, they're on back on their home planet. There's like a matchmaker throwback to Mulan and, and they were okay. not matched. So there's some bit of like, hey, we're going to run away because we want to be together kind of thing. Sure. Um, who knows where that's going to go? I, I don't get the feeling one of them is going to die. For one, the combat wouldn't work anymore. Oh, OK. Uh, so. 
Um, but anyways, uh, I just think that's that's pretty cool. Uh, so this is on Game Pass. Again, this is called Haven, if this sounds kind of interesting. I think it's worth checking out. It's kind of a unique game. Um, and some really cool music, I'll also say, which does not surprise me. Fury's soundtrack is awesome. Yeah, you know, I was thinking about a question we got, I think, last week or two weeks ago that was like, what uh, game or whatever isn't has an underrated soundtrack? And I was... Yeah. Uh, Fury. When this came out, I was like, "Oh, Fury is an answer." I should have probably said because nobody played yeah. Fury. The other one was the Mummy Demastered has a banging soundtrack for a game that nobody yeah. even talked about. <laughs> I remember hearing that. Yep, that's true. That's true. Yeah, so that sucks. I wish I could have thought of that at the time. All right, that's uh, all I played. Let's go to some news. A bunch of stuff happened. If you didn't know, game yesterday awards. was the Game Awards. Yep. Uh, I, th- I say we just kind of do some of the big hitters again. If people are interested, they should watch it. They should watch us talking over it. Um, I'm assuming this yeah. article I pulled is going to have kind of the biggest stuff. Um, they're not in over your head though. I'll what is the biggest that. thing? Oh, off the top of my head, the biggest thing for me was that, uh, left for dead to clone. I'm going to call it a clone, even though it's made by the people that made left for dead, uh, called it back for blood. I thought that looked great. Turtle Rock Studios, yeah. Uh, again, I believe they had said before that they were doing this, but this was our first look at it. I don't think there was any trailers or anything beforehand. It looks exactly like Left 4 Dead. This is Turtle Rock saying, if Valve's not making Left 4 Dead 3, we'll do it. Um, yeah. People seem extremely excited about it. Uh, Left 4 Dead is huge. That's a very popular game. Yeah, it's really good. I guess, yeah. like, the other thing, if I had, like, that's new-ish... I want to see what that like Callisto project protocol is because that de- X dead space uh, looks creepy as fuck. It looks like it'd it be something yeah, it I looks might super be crazy. Into. Yep. Uh, yeah. Just kind of a lot of people being like, Hey, we're going to make one of those things again. Uh, some of the other big ones. I mean, this isn't a one personal for me. Sephiroth in smash. I am Stabby really Mario. glad that my Twitter feed is full of the image of Mario getting stabbed by Sephiroth really good that's everywhere i'm never gonna forget that i'm glad that exists yep. outside of tombstone. someone's drawing yeah yep. <laughs> right on my tombstone <laughs> uh perfect dark i was not expecting a perfect dark yeah. trailer true uh, yep i'm which with you. that was the most teaser of a tease possible you got nothing and then you got the back of joanna's head basically um i i I have, yeah. I perfect dark zero is a bad game. I barely remember <laughs> anything from that game. I'm kind of curious what this is. Yeah. Uh, what else? What else? Uh, Mass Effect hey, at the end. Yeah. Mass Effect. Which we knew Mass we Effect was coming and seven day just happened. And they said, yes, we're working on the next Mass Effect. And we got a teaser for it. We, it saw, I guess that's old Liara. Is who was oh, brushing the snow. Wow. Off. Okay. Yeah, which that's exciting to think about. Uh huh. That is. Um, I was gonna say, Meat Boy Forever getting a date doesn't seem like a thing that ever was going to happen, and it's in two weeks. (laughs) Super Meat Boy Forever coming uh, December twenty third. Curious to see kind of what that is. Looking forward to playing it. Um, Sounds good. We got more Dragon Age teasers. Again, they're like they're showing nothing from Dragon yeah. Age, and it's another basically nothing that they're showing. 
Uh, Arc 2 starring Vin Diesel. Yeah, I don't care about Arc, <laughs> but that trailer was something. That trailer is also long. It's like a four and a half minute trailer where you oh get to see god. Vin Diesel scowling at dinosaurs. Oh my god. Um, I didn't realize also, it was that long. It's long. And then right after a um a trailer for an arc anime. Yeah. And let me just let me just find this tweet I found. I saved I sent this on to a friend as well. Um whoops, I went too far back. The arc okay, here's the here's the tweet. The arc anime is going hard for no reason. Let me let me list off the voice actors. No, I know it's anime. crazy. Go, 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 go. <laughs> we got people like Gerard Butler, David Tennant, yeah. Elliot Page, Malcolm McDowell, Russell Crowe, Vin Diesel's there, which I guess makes sense now. Carl yeah. Urban. Like wh- what? Yeah. <laughs> arc just got some money. Yeah. Fucking crazy. Arc the arc anime is going hard for no reason. Yeah, I don't know why it's going so hard. Yeah. Um, I'm personally excited about Open Roads, the next game from uh, Tacoma, the studio behind Gone Home. Sorry, not it's by Fulbright, the studio behind Fulbright, Gone yeah. Home and Tacoma. Yeah. Uh, I, I'm always excited to see more games from them, for sure. Season, probably one of the coolest looking games, I thought. Um, that was that, like, biking one through, like, the fields taking photos oh yeah okay yeah i forgot yeah. about that one really cool looking art style for sure yeah what else we get uh we got disco elysium the final cut uh gonna be a free upgrade for existing owners um coming to ps4 and ps5 no this is a uh, in march no word on the xbox version or the switch version i'm waiting for that switch version sure I'm waiting so, for this version now, especially seeing voice acting. It's like, oh, okay. I'm actually just waiting acted. for this one now, this version. Yeah. Uh, what about New Evil Dead game? Yeah, I don't care. They didn't show oh, enough okay. of it to know what right. it is yet. All right. Uh, what else we got here? They showed more of Returnal, the new game from Housemark. <laughs> they came out. That's a full-priced game. Yeah. That is a $70 PS5 game. That's American, I so I don't even know what that means for... That's 90 for Canada. us. Yeah, that's insane. They, that doesn't look like I will be paying $90 for that. It, I don't think so either, and it's it's also just kind of hard to uh, swallow, because it's a housemark game, a, a yeah. studio I'm used to paying $15 for their games, if not it being on PlayStation Plus. Sure. I like their games. I don't know, man, $70. Yeah. Yeesh. Um. We got a trailer for Fall Guys season three, right? Uh, mm-hmm. That comes out on the fifteenth. I guess I'll try it. I feel I don't know, man. It, Fall Guys yeah. has just let me down over and over again. I mean, it'll There's be a, a free called, upgrade, so why not, right? Yeah. There's a game called Evil West. <laughs> yeah, which that's is right. the wor- one of the worst names I've heard, but okay, it's pretty bad. Um, and there was a whole bunch of other stuff. I think we hit kind of the big things. Uh, but overall, uh, oh, actually, another thing, right in my wheelhouse, the Swedish chef from the Muppets made an appearance. He is a free character now in Overcooked. Yes. You can already go yeah. and download that. That's fantastic. I love that so much. Yeah, that was cool. And the Venn diagram, I'm, I am right there in the middle. Nice. Assassin's Creed. Okay. 
Don't be doing games. Game uh, in, in terms of some of the winners, uh, The Last of Us 2 kind of took everything. Do you want me to go through our predictions and stuff? Just an overview? Sure. Sure. Yeah. Okay. Um, You had 15 correct. I had 15 correct. John had 16 correct. And the reason why he had the one extra correct was because for best indie, we were like, there's no way it probably goes to Hades. And he's like, no, it does. And it did. Uh, otherwise, huh. we were all pretty on the mark with most of our predictions, weirdly enough. So Weird. that was okay. interesting. To me. How many how many categories were there? Like we got 15 out of what? Uh, I can tell you in a second. 29. OK. <laughs> okay. So we got like a like a 53 on that test. Yeah. Cool. Uh, the right. one we I'll tell you the one we all got wrong. OK. For best esports host, we all said Golden Boy. And I remember specifically saying Shocks and then being like, oh, she won last year. No, it's definitely Golden Boy this year then. Shocks won it again. Uh, good for her. I'm glad. Uh, content creator of the year, we it was Valkyrie. None of us got that. Best action adventure, we all said Ghost of Tsushima. And it was The Last of Us 2. Best audio design, we all said Half-Life Alex, And it was The Last of Us 2. Best game direction, we all said Hades, and it was The Last of Us 2. <laughs> and best and game of the year, you and I said Ghost of Tsushima. He said Animal Crossing New Horizons because it would be funny, and it was The Last of Us 2. So The Last of Us 2 The Last of Us 2 the, swept. Like, yeah. There you go. And yeah. good for it. It Otherwise, is a good game. We, it's an impressive We game. did pretty good in our guessing for stuff, so that was cool. Right to see, I yep. guess. And it was fun to watch. That was a long show. It was like three and a half hours, I think. Yeah. Anyway. All yeah. right, moving on. We got a bunch more news that I pulled. Let me remember what these are. Ah, yes. The PS5 had um, the highest launch month unit and dollar sales for a video game hardware platform in U.S. history. The oh. record before this was on the PS4. Okay. So the the PS5 best launch for a console in US history. Huh. Okay. There you go. Yeah. Crazy. Uh, quick little PSA. The Epic Store is doing its 15 days of free games starting next week. It's a new game each day for two weeks. Uh, so make sure you sign on to the Epic Store, whether it's the client or the website. And redeem those free games. Sure. Uh, we've got some stats for the Xbox as well as some plans for the future. Uh, kind of the overarching stuff is that um, out of the... So this is from November with the launch of the new consoles. 40% of new Xbox players are using the Series S, which I thought was kind of interesting. Okay. Uh, makes sense with that price. Yep, 300 is sure. a real easy way to get in. Easy to get in. Record yep. sellouts in Europe. And they have said that cloud gaming beta is coming to iOS and PC in the spring. Okay. Uh, which I am definitely looking forward to. Especially now that I have an unlimited data plan. I can actually fully take advantage of that. But <laughs> I'm not going anywhere. So that's the other thing. True. <laughs> I'm going to be yeah. by my Xbox. Halo got a new release window of fall 2021. I saw this. Yeah, man, they needed a full extra year. 
Yep. They were not close at all. <laughs> I am so curious, like, where it was at and where they were like, no, we need another 12 months. You think it's from when they showed stuff and people were like, wow, your guys' stuff looks weak as fuck. And they're like, oh, God, it does. <laughs> we got to work. <laughs> I I feel like it must have been someone being like, look, man, we can show this, but it's not ready it's not ready it's not ready and then maybe the poor like perception they were like we told you we need to push this we told you that's what i'm thinking happened Um, yeah or maybe there was just like it's like hey if we don't hit it's like maybe there's something like by the time you know august 15th rolls around if you haven't gotten the bug list down to less than 300 we have to push and they weren't able to get it down from 8,000 bugs or something like that. Like a year. I don't know, man. What yeah. is the state of that game? Man? I am looking forward to reading the book one day. That is what happened throughout all of Halo Infinite's uh, development. Because that I bet that is a long and weird story. Yeah, probably. Uh, speaking of delays, Prince of Persia Remastered is getting delayed out of, I think it was supposed to come out in January. Good. Or maybe February. Anyways, March 18th. Good. I think it was From what they showed, that needs to be baked a little longer. But if you remember correctly, they they showed earlier stuff than what it's actually at, they were saying. That was like pre-alpha footage. It's It looks different, yada, yada, yada. But anyways, well, that's fine. I'm happy yeah. to delay stuff. Especially now. I got too much stuff to play right now. For sure. Yep. Um... Destiny. They have announced plans that cross play is coming next year, which is great. Yeah. That's fantastic. Sure. Yeah. Glad to see that. Um we could do right, a raid. More. We could do we could do a raid. I don't know if I'll be raid ready ever, but yeah, we could do a raid for sure. Yeah. Um that actually means like maybe the Stadia version is like worth using um because I'll have it anywhere. Yeah. And now I have cross save and play as opposed to only playing with other stadia people. I don't know. Yeah. Uh, here's some fun little tidbits from YouTube's gaming. Okay. Uh, site or whatever. Um, what is this? Okay. So they'd kind of listed off. Here's the title. The global top overall games watched in 2020 from okay. highest to lowest starting at the top. Have you looked at the list yet? If not, pause I, and you can guess. Oh, okay. I haven't scrolled down yet. Is it on okay, the cool. front What do you think here? the highest watched game of 2020 was? I mean, it has to be if you Minecraft. Guess any it's, of always, the five? it's always Minecraft. It's always Minecraft. It, it's it never been. You're right. It's Minecraft. It's okay, never so been. let's see if you can get all five of them. Let's see if you can get all five. Minecraft is number one at 201 billion views. Yeah, that, that makes sense. Minecraft alone made some of the biggest YouTube stars ever that one game. So that makes sense. See if you can get the other four. I don't think Fall Guys is one of them. No. I'm trying to think of like kids. I'll give you a hint. One of these games you will never get. Okay, so it's not Among Us. (laughs) It is not Among Us. To the the point, it's not even that you are not thinking about it. I bet you've never even heard of this game. Does that help? Oh, yeah. Roblox is probably one of them. Roblox is number two, 75 billion views. What else do kids play these days? <laughs> they, I know they like building stuff. It's not bug snacks. Stop. 
<laughs> oh yeah, Fortnite probably. Fortnite is on there. I'm actually surprised you're not hitting these ones sooner. Fortnite is the fifth at 67 billion. So you got to get that third and fourth. There's no way League is on there. Is it League of Legends? Not, nope. nope. No, that's a Twitch thing. Um, I actually don't know. I have no okay, so other. The fourth is Grand Theft Auto Five. Oh yeah, okay. Seventy billion views. The third is Garena Free Fire. Oh yeah, that's a free to play mobile game, I believe. Okay, I was surprised you even heard of it. I'd never heard about it. It's a battle royale. Apparently, yeah. it's huge in Brazil. Sure. Uh, there's like AFK Arena. There's like a whole bunch of different weird games that I just never would have thought of. You're right. I wouldn't have ever thought of those. For yeah. sure. Um, so that's again, that's global top overall games watched. And the other list they have what? here, top five live games watched is Minecraft, Garena, Free Fire, Fortnite, Grand Theft Auto 5, and PUBG Mobile. Oh, weird. All right. Sure. They also have a list of top creators, which have, I have never heard. PewDiePie? PewDiePie is not on this list. It's It's top creators by gaming views in 2020. Oh, one of them, I know there's a dude that got so big that, like, he trends, whenever he does anything now, he just trends on Twitter. His name's, like, Corpse Husband or something? That's not on this list. Oh, okay. Wow, then I have no idea. I'll I'll read you. One, two, three. There's ten. I'll read you these. Tell me if you know any of them. I've never heard these names before. Okay. FGTV. No. That's in the USA. Jelly. Nope. Netherlands. Flamingo. Nope. USA. Robin Hood Gamer. Nope. That's Brazil. It's funny. Yes. That's a Canadian. That's Canada. That's Canada. Yeah, Yeah, because the A is an E-H. That's how you know. Laser Beam. No. Is that a L-A-Z-U-R? That's an L-A-Z-A-R. Oh, no. I have no idea. (laughs) Slogo. Nope. That's the UK. Mike Crack. (laughs) No. That's uh, Spain. Arab Games Network. It's Spain? No. (laughs) No, that's not. No, Mike Crack is Spain. Arab Game Network is, it just says B-H. I'm not sure. I don't know what country B-H is. Is that Bahrain? Bahrain? Maybe. I don't know. Okay. And the last one, Vegeta 777. That, that is an amazing, that's like old school. Like look at my AMZ, my Dragon Ball AMZ Um, with Lincoln Park. That's also Spain. Oh, wow. What a great username. Uh, anyways, I'm not going to go through all these. I just thought some of these were, were pretty silly. Sure. Um, they even have what the most liked videos are. Oh, there's no way I would get that. There's a PewDiePie one in here. Yeah, there's no way I would get that. What yeah, is what's a PewDiePie one? The PewDiePie Long. one is called It's Been Real But I'm Out dash L W I A Y number 00106. Oh yeah, 00106. That was a dope one. Like what? Yeah. <laughs> I have no idea. It sound it honestly sounds like some uh clickbait though. The, like I'm out or whatever. It's like, oh, I gotta see what he's out of. Yeah, yeah. what is he out of? Why is it? Why has it been real? Yeah, I, 
I I don't know Anyways. anything about YouTube anymore at all. No, I don't. Nope. So, okay. Uh, all right, last bit of news. Oscar Isaac is going to play uh, Snake in a Metal Gear movie. Sure. Makes, sure. That's fine. A great actor. Yeah. Would love to see this. What yeah. What do you do as a Metal Gear movie? <sighs> like 24 with more guns. But you got to fit it into one movie. It can't be a series, right? Right. So how do you... Yeah. I don't okay. Know. Who's give, give me your like? Who do you cast as some of the big names? Who? Okay. Let. Is there a picture of Oscar Isaac somewhere? Because you kind of need somebody similar looking enough that he could play Liquid. Huh. Okay. Or you could just get For, him to play both parts. I, yeah, I feel like you kind of do that. I don't know. I can't think of someone who looks really similar to Oscar Isaac off the top of my head. Um, sure. It's being directed by Jordan Vaught Roberts, who did Kong Skull Island, a great movie. Okay. And written by Derek Connolly, who I guess wrote Kong Skull Island, Detective Pikachu, and Jurassic World. Okay. Okay, what about like, and maybe I'm just thinking of Morbius, what about Jared Leto as Vamp? Okay. What I guess, like, where does this take place? Which era or, like... Who's in this? If Vamp's in this, sure, Jared Leto would be actually got him. I don't know. Just pick who do you who do you want in this? Oh my god, I don't even. know. Who do you want to play the sorrow? What a weird, <laughs> what a weird specific thing to call the sorrow. Wouldn't be around with uh, Solid Snake around. That would have been Big Boss's time. That would have been. You're right. It would have. It would have been Naked Snake, right? At the time. Yeah. Who has a, like, really good voice that you could just put a mask on for uh, Psycho Mantis? Like a good raspy, almost snaky voice. Oh, I, uh, let me get his name real quick. Um, the dude in Westworld. The old man in Westworld. What is that guy's name? Ed Harris. What about Ed Harris? Okay. Okay. What about Woody Harrelson? As what? I don't know. Just throw him in there as something who gives him. And just like a military dude? Like, okay. A guard. <laughs> yeah. Throw him in. Okay. I guess like the big one is who plays Meryl. You got to get somebody with a great butt because that's like plot specific. I mean, you could also do. That's the other thing is like how goofy. Is this a goofy movie? Yeah, I have no not, idea. Not like I, a not like a capital A capital G capital M a goofy movie as in the as like the third in a trilogy but is this like a silly goofy movie uh yeah no I have no idea um does she gotta be a redhead no cause you can dye hair yeah okay yeah um who's big right now cause you need I guess star power right if okay. you're doing uh, Zendaya yeah. This yeah. Guy is big. <clears throat> She's probably about that right age, too. I don't know many people in that age. But range Oscar Isaac seems significantly older. Yes, he does. Like, who's riding? <sighs> who's riding? Ryan Gosling. 
Okay. Ryan Gosling. Chris Hemsworth. As who? <laughs> as Ryan. Who, who do you play? Who do you get? Who do you get as um as like uh as Otacon? Who do you get as um? Oh, I'm blanking on his name with the twist twirling guns. Ocelot. Oh, Revolver Ocelot. Revolver Ocelot. Uh, I'm trying to think of like somebody older that would be. You could probably like. No, they're dead. Like, are you thinking like Metal Gear Solid Four Ocelot old? Well, he's pretty old in like every version of him that we know, besides, I guess, three. Three. Okay. How about Gary Oldman? Oh, that's actually pretty good. Wow, that's yeah, that's pretty good. I want to see. I want to see a long-haired Gary Oldman yelling "Snake!" right into the camera, and and like spittles coming out of his mouth as his arm like betrays him. (laughs) Because it's actually that's pretty uh, good, actually. Who's Yeah, Gary Oldman would be pretty good. Anyway, yeah. um, I don't know. I don't know what this movie is. Is it like a? Is it just a military thing? Is it crazy, silly? Will this even happen? I feel like we've all, been talking about a Metal Gear movie forever. Yeah, all these questions and more. Next time on yeah some yeah who knows something yeah. Anyways, that's the thing. All right, uh, let's do some questions for real get through these we already did that one so paul why don't you uh start us off with the next thing okay uh so apparently some news first and foremost uh this is from sunny by the way uh nintendo switch firmware update uh incorporated the use of google analytics without notifying users meaning in order to find out about it you need to stumble through the eShop and notice it's enabled by default you may opt out a silent opt-out approach is really shady i think it's worth mentioning uh, nice tip. Thank you for mentioning that. I th- I had haven't heard of this before now, so that's true. Kind of side question: Whenever you get asked from like a game or a new platform or something to send in diagnostic information, do you do it? Yeah, I don't. Okay, I usually don't. I usually think, uh, I, I one. It's not. It's not an issue of like, well, what are you going to do with it? It's more just like I don't want to waste my internet. Oh, okay. I don't want to waste my internet. <laughs> my bandwidth in any way. Like, okay. no, I'm good. Okay, sure. Um, I think also, keep in mind, most of my gaming is on PC. So if I have a problem, they can usually actually patch it instantly. If like enough people report it. Like it's not a con. Sure. Like on console, if there's an issue, then it's like, well, we'll fix it on the next update or whenever we get to it or whatever. So. Um, okay, but Sonny also has some questions. Uh, what is the funniest autocorrect you've ever experienced? Mine was Nicki Minaj getting corrected to Nicholas Mahjong. Okay. (laughs) I don't think I have one off the top of my head. Yeah. The classics, like, sick, dick, suck, fuck, duck. Like, they can just lead to funny situations doesn't recognize fuck and it always autocorrects to duck like come yeah. on man what are you what are you doing yeah 
Um, those just lead to funny situations. If they're not exactly funny autocorrects. Yeah, I don't have a great one off the top of my head. Yeah, I don't either, unfortunately. Um, and several months, or possibly uh, a year ago, someone wrote in asking games you dodged a bullet on. Their example was Sonic Adventure 2, and when I heard that, I immediately challenged the idea of dodging a bullet. This was prior to the TDP Plus episode of Sonic Adventure 2, so it might not be the best example now, but have you ever heard such a spicy, hot take that your immediate reaction was to call bullshit or challenge the take? No, because opinions happen, and I don't give a fuck about people's opinions on something. They can have them. I think I don't. I is it a spicy hot general... t- take to say Sonic Adventure Two is garbage? Is that spicy hot? I'm just trying to think. Like, if it, it just kind of uh, you know generic game, if someone came at not so much came at me, but presented. <laughs> if uh, someone comes a, at you, a... that's a different thing. All right. <laughs> Yeah, that's that's for another thing. Yeah. Um, if someone you know presents a spicy hot take on a game uh-huh. that just kind of seems out of left hill, like left field, I guess my reaction would I would I would have initially think to myself, this person is just speaking in hyperbole, and I wouldn't take them as seriously as if they had presented more of a of a like a genuine like argument. I got an example for you. The Last of Us Two has the best narrative of the year. Pretty spicy hot take, right? I, I, I don't know if I'd agree with that. <laughs> I, I mean, I think that's I think that's a fine take to have. You can you can agree that. But if someone came at me and was like, The Last of Us 2 has the worst story I've ever experienced in my life. I'd be like, what are you even... T- what? Who maybe says they, that? That's maybe a nonsense thing to say to someone. Maybe they haven't experienced many stories. <laughs> I guess, never but that's a also a weird scenario. Like, They've never so read a book. So my initial reaction would be like... <laughs> You need to okay. You need to calm down. Like clearly, that can't be what you actually mean, right? So I guess my my immediate reaction usually would be like, okay, what you just said is bullshit. I'm willing to have a conversation with you if you, if you can if you can use your words, but if you keep just flipping desks, I'm gonna leave. I think there's a difference between somebody saying that I don't like the story of something and flipping a desk, though. <laughs> That's a little. There's a escalation right, there no. that's really different. No, if they're actually saying, "Hey, I don't like the story of Last of Us 2." It's like, "Okay." But if they come at me and they say something so ridiculous, like a such a spicy hot take, like this thing is absolute trash. It's like, "What?" But why do you Especially care? If everyone is if the if the general narrative is kind of on the other side, I'd be like, "Oh, okay." Can you elaborate or are you just upset at the moment? Like, but like what does it so, matter? If they're upset at the moment, who cares? Let them have their spicy take. Well, I'm, I'm not saying don't have your take. In my mind, though, I'm going to be like, this seems like a little bit of oh, bullshit. Okay. But if I'm trying to have a conversation with someone, it's like, okay, let's. Do you actually want to talk this out, or are you just trying to like dunk on a game here? Yeah, or whatever they're talking right. About. Okay, I got you. Yeah, yeah. Like, yeah, what yeah. is your intent? Are you actually like trying to have a conversation, or are you just shitting on something because you can? Sure. I mean. But we're in agreement Sonic Adventure 2 is the biggest piece of shit that we've ever played, right? That game is terrible. Yeah, it's so bad. Uh, I'm glad I got paid to play it. Yep. Kevin writes, what are some games that emphasize quality over quantity? Um, I feel like... I have the best answer. Yeah, probably. Uh, I feel (laughs) walking sims are kind of like this. 
usually they're kind of more of an experience and they're usually like two hours sure. long or something. Yeah. They're usually a pretty good example of this. The ones that are memorable or worth talking about anyway. Sure. Um, Journey. That is definitely quality over quantity because that game is like an hour long. <laughs> like that's I, very I still bit, it's a bit. It's, it's like three, I, I recall. Uh, there's some yeah, parts that it's but like it is short. really like it is a short game, but it is like yeah. everything is going to be extremely like great here. Um, another one, Titanfall two. Yes. Yep. For sure. Uh, okay. What do we think about something like Slay the Spire, where the game's actually not long, but it has replayability? Is that quantity over quality? Because you can replay it, but it's not like there's a lot there, really. There's just I think just kind of the, the nature of it being like a roguelike kind of it almost makes it hard to fit in either of them because yeah, by definition true. you're meant to play it over and over and over again. Yeah, yeah, um, for sure. Um, kind of outside and, and, the realm. And, of this. and I feel like the the kind of general vibe of this question is like like one that I would say is a quantity over quality would be kind of the last few Assassin's Creed games. Sure. It's like there's no real like super special like Taylor specific amazing moment. It's just like, we put a lot of good stuff in here. Just a lot. We just kept putting good stuff in here. Is this, do you like it? Come on. You said you wanted this. And then you guys said you also liked this and this and this and this and this and this. Um, Like definitely a thing of like, we put a lot of good stuff in here instead of we did one thing exceptionally well for like a a little bit. Right. And that's kind of why, like, Ghost of Tsushima, though it is, like, an Assassin's Creed game, stands out to me because they're like, we're going to do some, like, extremely good combat. Or, like, they kind of, like, focused and made some really cool, like, really high highs as opposed to just, like, like a general plateau of of good quality uh, and such. The rare... um, So, I again, like, Slay the Spire is great. I love that game. I just don't know if... It doesn't fit in. I don't know what I would say for either of those. Yep. Uh, and a follow-up from Kevin. If you could decide what the game with the... I don't... This question is weird. If you could decide what the game with the highest score on Metacritic was, what game would you choose? Tetris. <laughs> okay. Part of me is like, do you just pick your favorite game? Yeah, or do you, that's or, what it is, or you, right? But, or the other one is, I guess you kind of picked, like, what game do you think deserves it, right? Probably Tetris. Unless Tetris yes. is your favorite game. I don't know if that's... Is that true? It's, well, Tetris is probably my favorite puzzle game ever, for sure. Okay. Probably. I I, I don't even... I like Burnout Paradise a lot. Everyone knows that. I don't know if it needs to have the highest score. No, it definitely does. There you go, Burnout Paradise. My question, 100. I guess my question is kind of like, what currently has the highest score? And am I okay with that being there? I had, can you do that? Like what, what? Yeah. I can definitely probably find that. Is that, um, it's probably like Minecraft, right? <laughs> like it's something like that. I have no, I'm I- sure. I have no idea. Well, cause it would have also been from reviewers, right? Okay. Best games of all time. The legend of Zelda Ocarina of time has a 99 and that is the best of all time. Number two is Tony okay. Hawk's pro skater two. Okay. Actually, like, in number two place, there's one, two, three, four things with ninety a score of ninety-eight. It's Tony Hawk's okay. Pro Skater Two, Grand Theft Auto Four, Soul Calibur on the Dreamcast, and then Grand Theft Auto Four again on the 360. <laughs> so two versions of that <laughs> okay. game. 
wow. It's, I think that just makes it the real winner. <laughs> um, yep. I mean, I'm okay with those answers. Like, I'm not upset that those are up there. Sure. Um, at the moment, I don't really want to play any of those unless it's the remaster of Tony Hawk Pro Skater 2. Yeah, Soul, sure. Soul Calibur on the Dreamcast. That's a, yeah, hell yeah. <laughs> um, uh, interesting. All right. Uh, Christopher writes and asks, what is your take on optional party members and games? If they're good, they're fucking great. If they're not, who cares? Yeah, and they, uh, you should read the follow-up because my thoughts kind of mimic a bit of that. Okay. I personally don't mind going out of the way to recruit them, especially if they're interesting and cool. However, I find it weird and disappointing that optional party members often don't add anything to the main story or appear in main story cutscenes. Oh, okay, I see where he's going at here. Um, I still care more about mechanics when I play a game than story stuff just in general. So if they are mechanically good, I care more about that than if they add to the story. I'm probably going to want to like collect everyone I can unless yep. it's like ridiculous. Um, it kind of really depends. I'm trying to think, can you, what, what are some games that have optional party members that isn't just like final fantasy seven. So that was the one I could think of. Sure. Um, can you think of any others? I think like all the final fantasies probably right. Have a couple. Well, because I, uh, I mean, the original Final Fantasies, you're just getting like random classes, like fighter and red mage, right? And, shit. and I feel like that doesn't really count. Sure. Um, yeah. Fair enough. So, but like in seven, like you'll miss out on like some good dialogue and story <laughs> if you don't have some of those people, right? So, some of the best characters in uh, Indivisible were side characters that weren't part of the main story. Okay. Okay. That whole game is kind of about the like st- getting so. Well, they, like, they tie, tie in, in the and that they're part of there. No, not really, but they're awesome. Like, they do cool shit, and they have the dialogue, at least. Yeah, people are saying Final Fantasy VI has two or three optional party members, but they're just there. Um, Yeah, I feel like if they become optional, then they're not going to be, like, the coolest stuff, because the writers are going to want the coolest stuff to be seen. Like, why would you want to miss out on that kind of stuff? Um you know, if it's a, if you have a roster the size of Final Fantasy VII's, I'm gonna want to pick them all up because it almost feels like I'd be missing out on something. If it's a thing like, um, I guess I am thinking of Indivisibles. Uh, yeah, there's so many characters; they they yeah. are just kind of there. There's sometimes so many. a lot of the time. Um, it kind of depends how much story they kind of open up. Do they open up like a cool quest or some cool dialogue? Yeah. yeah, um I googled this and I just realized that I don't play a whole lot of JRPGs cuz the stuff people are talking about are games I have not played. <laughs> so uh, like, in the chat actually says Fire Emblem. That's a that's a really good answer. I didn't think about that. Fire Emblem has a bunch of optional uh characters that you can like unlock by doing specific things during specific missions. Right. I always tried to get those, um uh, but almost for, you know, two two reasons. One, it was cool having like an extra layer of strategy required for the mission. Like, Oh, I can't just win it now. I need to make sure I don't kill this specific guy, even though he's going to try and get himself killed. I need to protect the enemy while also not fighting the enemy. Yada, yada. Like those were fun little challenges to have. Um, but sometimes you ended up getting like a cool class that I did not have access to. Um, so, so that was fun as well. I will. There's, this is a weird thing to talk about. 
Mass Effect 2 has a lot of quote-unquote optional characters, and you can do side stuff with them. But they have really only one actual optional character with Zaid or whatever, who kind of doesn't really have a story. He's a mercenary that exists. And, like, he sucks, but all the other characters are great. So that's, like, a weird thing of both things existing in one game, where it's like, I don't have to do much with these yeah mass effect only really has like one optional character per game because in three was it it was the um the dlc one right if you like pre-ordered it or whatever um why do i keep wanting to say jarvis it was something like that it's a prothean character prothean yeah yeah it's something with a j you're right but the thing with him is he was awesome because yeah. all of his, like, bonus dialogue was telling you, like, oh, back in my day, these people used to, like, lick their eyeballs. It like, was Javik. I feel like Javik, that's what it was. I kept yeah. him in my party every single time, not because I, like, liked him too much. I just didn't want to miss out on all the cool lore he was talking on about. On the exposition. Yep. And yeah. that's the weirdly, almost like what we're talking about here, where that optional party member is so good that the fact that he was behind a paywall and like was an optional character infuriated a lot of people. <laughs> yeah, that was that was a weird choice for sure. That was a bad choice. Yep. All right. It is Sal writes. The new Fortnite season is introducing a lot of new characters. Any opinions as far as adding Kratos? I'm assuming that's the Mandalorian. There's a funny autocorrect. Uh, or the child into the game. Did they put the child in Fortnite? Can you play as the child? That seems... Well, he's with the Mandalorian. Oh, he's with the Mandalorian. Okay, they also, in the at the Game Awards, uh, Master Chief is going in there. Uh, sure, why not? If like, I was Fortnite into Fortnite, kind of- add, a, add it all. I want everything in my game. Why not? Why yeah. wouldn't you? I mean, Fortnite seems to be like the less restricted Super Smash Bros. at this point. Yeah, I when they showed that they have Venom in that, I almost wanted to, like, download the game and get Venom. And I don't play that fucking thing. So, like, they're that's definitely how, that's how they do it. Right. Like, it, that's, it is. they got it. They'll eventually they'll put something that you're like, oh, I love that character so much. Yep. But I don't want to I don't like Fortnite. <laughs> what <laughs> yeah. am I doing? Yeah, um, exactly. But that yeah, is why not? Correct. Like, sure. Uh, follow-up question was there any good cartoon network games uh i don't know i didn't grow I up with cartoon network this would have been a great uh john game okay. some cartoon network cartoon games? network games um oh yeah there was a steven universe game i liked quite a bit i don't remember the name of it but it was on phones um I think i haven't heard anything about like any good adventure time games ever which is unfortunate wasn't one of them okay because it played a little bit like zelda 2 does that sound familiar i don't remember them that, d- that does sound familiar i don't remember anyone really talking about it um that recent samurai jack game is bad yeah i've definitely heard that problem is yeah um, these are like you know tie-in games these games are usually bad yeah. Like we just did a few months ago, we did the SpongeBob one. I don't think that's a very good game. That's probably the best out of the list I'm looking at, if that counts. Uh, I don't think it counts. It's not a uh, on. Yeah. No, uh, SpongeBob is. Is SpongeBob Cartoon Network? I don't think so. Yeah, no, it's, I don't think SpongeBob it is Nickelodeon, isn't it? Yeah, it's Nick. Yep. 
Yeah. I mean, a lot of these cartoons are great. I like the cartoon. I don't like the show. Sure. A lot of these I you didn't know, even actually, realize had games, honestly. I didn't um I haven't seen this show or played this game, um, but I have heard good things about the show Okay KO, Let's Be Heroes. I wanna say I may have heard okay things about that game as well, but I'm really reaching right now. Sure, yeah. Dexter's Lab the show rocks. Yeah, I mean if we're talking about like cartoon tie-ins in general, uh I do really like the South Park games, those are good. Okay. Uh, that's probably the best I can think of that I like personally. I didn't think the SpongeBob thing was too, too bad. And I know people have nostalgia for it for sure. So, yeah, I didn't like care for that thing. I want to say those, the South Park games are probably like the, like the best ones. Probably. Like a cartoon. Yeah, Probably. Okay, uh, Final Insanity asks, has there ever been a game that you wanted to take your time going through and doing side content but felt pressured to finish quickly so you wouldn't risk having the story spoiled for you? No, I have not. Yep, all the time. Okay. I can't, I'm trying to think of one off the top of my head. Uh, although I'm, I'm usually pretty good at avoiding spoilers. Luckily, knock on wood, no one really jumps out and tries to spoil things for me. Right. Um so it's not so much a point where I'm avoiding doing side quests to get it done, but it's more I am pushing myself to play more of the game and, and you know, getting through it, uh, th- getting through it being playing how I want to play it, but uh-huh. just in, in bigger chunks of time. Okay, but it you it's not because the story spoilers. See, this is feels more like a John question because he does have people that try to ruin shit for him. Sure. I I just like if I'm playing a game I really like I just won't look at Twitter or Discord because I I don't fucking need to I'm just gonna play the it. closest I would have I'm never worried that I'm about to get spoiled for something it's more just like I I can I'm seeing that the zeitgeist is passing you know spoiler casts are coming out people on podcasts are talking about it and I want to like know what do they keep referencing? They keep saying something really cool happens at the end of the game. And it's, oh, okay. and, and it's like, I want to know what this is like, Oh, I'm missing out. I, like, I don't want to, I want to be a part of the thing while it's, everyone's kind of talking. So I mean, kind of, I can be a part of that conversation too. Gotcha. Uh, that left me since I stopped listening to video game podcasts. I don't have that sure. problem anymore. Sure. It's actually kind of nice being free of that. Cause I used to have that same problem. I mean, I, I like, I like it. Sure. I like doing it. Sukusuku, what food from a video game would you want to eat the most? Any food in Monster Hunter looks so good. Oh my god. Okay. Okay. Yeah, the overcooked food looks pretty good. And it's so easy to make. I wish food was that easy to make. Um anime does a I would the one thing that like every anime does, whenever they show food, it looks fucking delicious every time. Yep, for sure. Uh I would eat a magic harp. Yeah, for sure. I would I think that might be the only Pokemon I would eat. But I would I would I would eat a Magikarp. Yep. Uh follow-up question. John played a Pacross game on tw- with Twitch integration on stream. I okay. what would that be like? Uh <laughs> integrate Twitch on the games your co-hosts uh would most want and most hate to have the integration on. All right. Twitch integration for you is uh 
obviously burnout paradise uh the chat can type in commands or pay money to have things happen in the world like cops coming after you or something i don't know cops coming after you that actually what cool one would be um do you remember the racing game split second yep where you would trigger like big events a building falling down or something Yeah. yeah that something similar to that that would be pretty cool that'd be cool um Oh, man, I just had one off the top of my head. Another cool one would just be, like, weird stuff happening on the map in Apex while I'm playing that. That Yeah, that would be cool. And that could totally <laughs> cool. happen. That's yeah. a big game with a big audience. I'm surprised that, like, hasn't happened for, like, Fortnite yet. Yeah. Uh, for most hate, I got one for you. A tell, like, any Telltale game, any story-based game, the chat is able to just trigger the ending cutscene at any time for you if they want to oh that just seems like ruining the game at that point yep um or okay how okay this actually does exist how do you feel about like chat choosing options for you so that like you're kind of controlling it but like in a telltale game yeah like a story-based game yeah i feel like at that point am i just watching a movie like what am i even doing if i'm not picking the the choice yeah, that's true. Like I'm just walking to the next person and then watching a cutscene. <laughs> like, Pretty much. Um, I do. That would be fun to like. I, you know, I, I'm sure they've done this where you can have an audience and people vote, and it's like, hey, let's play through it together, and we'll all just basically watch this episode of Life is Strange, and and as a as a community, we'll vote on if we're doing left or right. Yeah, that's got to be a thing, right? Yeah, I'm, for sure. I'm sure it's yeah. Um, okay, for you, I like an easy, and I think an easy one would be like Hades, and then they can spawn in which type of creatures whenever oh, they want. Man, that sounds so. At bad. the same time, they can also pick which boons come down. Yeah, this exists in most roguelites that have uh, integration. Yeah. This yeah. is pretty standard. Sure. Yeah, that's that's true. That's an easy one. Okay, one to ruin it. I guess you could also go pretty bad in that exact way yeah just the worst enemies the worst boons over and over you just get money every time there's no in fact no yeah. boons it's just here here's more money and you need nowhere to spend it man yeah and then like somebody takes pity on you and gives you the thing that increases your damage by a percentage but uh of how much money you have and then you're like all right we're run safe let's, let's do let's it go. yeah sure sure for sure um yeah what if you had like what if they could just trigger something in the game that just like bugs you like uh ace is saying in the chat an option had to have zeus crack a joke because i was saying how it's fucking annoying in that uh immortals phoenix rising game how every now and then zeus is just trying to be funny or something like what if there's just somebody (laughs) trying to be funny while you're playing and they can trigger it sure uh well i mean that could go good too what if it's spider-man and then they'll just trigger like a great j jonah jameson monologue out of nowhere yeah i guess it depends like what how they integrated it that's true yeah yeah okay vgc kenny has a game ever physically hurt you no i can't say one has yeah um back when you had to with the analog stick I know everyone has like the Mario Party. Oh, mini yeah. Game. Okay. I um, see what you mean. 
I, I didn't have that Mario Party, but I had uh, Dragon Ball Z Budokai, and to power up some of your attacks, you had to do that. I definitely wore the skin on my palms down. Oh, okay. For sure. In that case, then, you haven't played Mario Party? I fucking hate Mario Party. No. I didn't care if I lost in those games when we played. Who gives a shit? Uh, for me, it was Mortal Kombat. Uh, the, like, test your mind things where you had to, like, push two buttons extremely fast, but it usually just ended up you, like, doing this, like, weird motion across them. Or oh, okay. And I just remember my, like, my go to when I have to do off. like two buttons really fast, if I like really need it, is I'll use both my thumbs. And instead of instead of physically like pressing with each thumb, I almost kind of like lock my hands and it's like I, I use like my arms as because I can do that faster. Yeah. That's that's if I like need to, which you never need to. You never need you to. You never anymore. need to. Uh um I'm I'm gonna this is a cop out answer a little bit. But if I've been playing a game too long, like I'll just because I play on computer, like I'll just start hurting because I'm on a computer for a long time. Sure. But that's not like a single game. That's just playing too long in a position. Um, The uh, Switch Pro controller has some sharp D pads, so sometimes that can get pretty annoying if I'm doing a platformer. OK, gotcha. Uh, two prong questions of ones that haven't been made in, or in actual development. What video games would make the best movies? Okay, and the second one is contingent on that one. All right, video game to make the best movie. Among Us. Just a mis- murder us. mystery, it would be like, like Knives a clue Out, Among kind Us kind of movie. Yeah, it's Knives Out. <laughs> essentially, it's Knives Out. Okay, yeah. Knives Out is a fantastic movie. Yeah. Um. I don't know, like a, like a life is strange. That's I feel like that's a cop out because it's such a narrative yeah. based thing anyway. It Let is. Let me think of one that's not narrative based. So, 80s. how about okay, Hades? Hades yeah. would make actually like a great animated like series of like ten episodes or something. It, would, it wouldn't. Okay, wouldn't that be like that would be like a live die repeat, wouldn't it? Yeah, pretty much. Yep. Yeah, kind of. Um, that's the only thing I could think of that would like replicate the um, the roguelike nature of it. Oh uh, man, Ghost of Tsushima would actually be great because it's based on movies that are great that do that sort of thing. Sure, like yeah, let's movies. go Ghost of Tsushima. That'll be my answer then. Okay, of your the answers to your first question, which would make the best video game based on that movie? Wait, which one would make the best video game okay. based? Okay, so like how Street Fighter the movie the game existed. Now we have to revert guess, it back. Yeah, yeah. Um, among us. <laughs> yeah. See, I almost feel like Among Us they they might they might lose the whole like you know anyone be like can the be Sims. anything, and it would be more kind of tied to like. No, there's it's always going to I don't I don't know. I it would be like, like a mode hard. in the Sims almost because now you're dealing with yeah, people. maybe something like that where it'd be more scripted. Yeah, that would um, that would be way worse. <laughs> I think I think Ghost of Tsushima because it's already based on movies would kind of work. <laughs> it's just going um, in a loop. That it's just game. going. It's a weird. Yeah, it's just a weird loop. Um, although I think when you brought it back to the to the game, it wouldn't be an open world at that point. Yeah, you're it would right. Would be something closer to like, um, like an un, uh, yeah, like an Uncharted or a Tomb Raider. 
I kind of more you know, narrative single player thing. Maybe it's a little bit of an unpopular opinion or something, just because I know people really like to get a lot of bang out of their bug when they buy a game. I kind of just wish it was a story based thing. I didn't need all the other side stuff necessarily. I enjoyed it though. Yeah, it was I liked fine. the main story, but I, I enjoyed a lot of the side stuff. Um, out of the uh, other stuff we were saying, oh my god, what the fuck was it that I was just saying? Oh, Hades. If you made a movie of that or something and then brought it back and made that kind of just like a cool linear, like almost God of War thing, that would actually be kind of neat. That would just be God of War, wouldn't it? Yeah, pretty much. Yep. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Oh, here's another question. Okay, with Among Us winning multiple game of the year, uh, winning multiplayer rather game of the year at the Game Awards, it brings up an interesting conundrum. Should it have? I'd argue no. It's not a game of this year. It's a 2018 game. It could retroactively win multiplayer game of 2018 and take it from previous winner. I don't think it should get anything of 2020. I just completely disagree because it wasn't the multiplayer game of the year in 2018. It's literally the situation where 2020 made it the multiplayer game of the year. Yeah, I feel like it's when we talked about this on the stream as well. It's like kind of, Among Us is is relevant like it wasn't relevant in 2018 yeah so it's almost like i feel like if if the the way that it makes the most sense because if you're going by like yeah being super technical sure it didn't come out this year we only have to pick games from this year but if you look at the year in video games and don't talk about among us then then there's something missing you're missing out yep um like no one's going to no. if 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 you're if you look at the whole year and say what was what were big tent poles of this year it would be weird not to include among us totally. in that like it is it is significant to this year yeah also it doesn't have and anything guess, to do with uh the year it was made cuz we're not saying what is the best game that was made of this year we're saying the best multiplayer game of the year is among us because that's when people were playing it. A multiplayer game doesn't fucking exist if people aren't playing it. I guess it also comes down to it's like, what is the definition of this category? Is it what is the best multiplayer game that of 2020 that came out in 2020? Or have they changed their rules to in 2020? What is the best multiplayer game? I'm, I mean, I, I would tell assume you it's not say. the second one because then it's like, why isn't like League of Legends on there? Right. Why? That's like, the thing. Uh, but yeah. And we have like a follow up in the chat. Shouldn't that be considered more of an ongoing game? Um, Not really, because it just started up this year, honestly. So like, yeah, okay. I feel like I feel like ongoing, even though it there it is a multiplayer game and it will be ongoing and it has been ongoing. I feel like ongoing almost kind of implies a more specific like what is it doing to improve itself month after month? You know, does it have season passes? Does it have uh, f- follow-ups, community events, yada, yada, yada? And uh, uh, I feel like that's kind of more the spirit of ongoing in terms of how things have, have kind of gone uh, lately. So here's um, a conundrum they, they for you. they are coming out with a new map. What so, about Hades? You know, it, Should Hades be game that? of the year? Here's another conundrum I'm going to throw in. Should Hades be game of the year this year? Technically, I played it three years ago. Why isn't it tw- well, 2018's game of the year? I guess, that's I I guess the thing it. with that is it went 1.0 this year. Doesn't matter. I well, I'm just saying that, that could be I the, that could be the easy argument against it. 
I still paid for and played that game in 2018. Well, so should that shouldn't that by this definition because it was available to the public? Maybe it makes it more of a thing. I didn't pay anything for Among Us on mobile, and I actually did pay for Hades in 2018. I mean, that also gets into like a weird question of like, you know, what if a game is terrible in its early access? And then they scrap right. everything and they kind of turn it into something else. It's like, right. should you blame it for all the things it was bad for, you know, back when it launched in like 0.1 state? Like, or is No like Man's Sky the 2020 game of the year? Because that's a fully amazing game, even though it came out like four years ago and it was fucking dog shit. Yeah, it I mean, all of these things are just semantics that can be argued totally. in a bunch of different ways. So is ours. We understand totally. that. It's why our lists are weird. And, you know, sometimes I put a DLC expansion on my list before because to me, that was one of the 10 best things that year for me. Yada, yada, yada. Um, sure. So I think you kind of just don't go in with you can't take everything really to the letter of the law. Uh, sure. I don't I don't think for sure it would retroactively win. That seems like a weird thing ever. Does anything happen like that in any kind of like awards? I don't know. I don't know enough about like Oscars or Grammys or anything. If that necessarily does, that there's, seems like a really stuff like lifetime achievement awards. Yeah, like, maybe for everything you've done so far. Yeah. But that's not specifically saying, "Hey, we didn't like award you," you know, ten years ago. Here's an award for that specific thing you did ten years ago. That uh, seems like it would be a really shitty thing to be like. Oh, hey, Leo, remember how we said you were actually good in that movie? You fucking weren't. Give it back. Yeah, that would also be crazy. Like, oh, you know, we were wrong, so we're going to take it from this person. Like, could you imagine taking it from someone? <laughs> that would suck. Um, there's also a quick follow-up in the chat. Wasn't PUBG nominated for Game of the Year when it was still in early access? Yeah. I believe it was. To be fair, though, that game did hit 1.0 that year. It was just like on Christmas. It was really late. I remember because this was a big thing with a giant bomb uh, because that was clearly going to be their game of the year. But they were really staunchly at that time. Like it has to be 1.0. It has to yada, yada, yada. Uh, And then it did hit 1.0. So everything kind of worked out for them. Um, But everyone was kind of wondering, like, hey, what are you guys going to do? Like you guys seriously love PUBG, but you are holding this rule steady and since then they've actually changed they've loosened those rules because of stuff like this because as we can clearly see game release dates are weird now you know games evolve yeah. drastically you know no, no and, man's sky is completely different from what it used and to be. so does here's the thing is that language evolves too how we talk about things evolves too if we're just like going by dates or whatever like we as the games are evolving and kind of like how we talk about them has to as well. So, no, I don't agree that they should be like a 2018 thing because, oh, I looked it up just for our record. 2018 Fortnite won best multiplayer. So, no, there's no way that this even still beats out how big Fortnite wasn't two years ago. <laughs> like, sure, it would still not take it for what that's worth. Uh, do you want the definition of how they go by multiplayer games now? It's not really going to help anything. It's literally just like best game that had like a multiplayer audience, essentially, regardless of platform or genre. Sure. Yeah. Doesn't I, again, I think the, the, the them taking 
Among Us into this category is in the spirit of the category. It absolutely is. Yeah. I think that's kind of the big thing. It didn't come out this year, but it deserves to be and is a part of it is one of the top multiplayer games of 2020. Absolutely. It's I think it would be doubt. weird to say otherwise, right? Yeah, absolutely. Uh, okay, I think I'm next. Decoy Troy, uh, how, do you care how accurate your in-game playtime is? No, not at all. I do a bit, um, not to the point where I will like turn a game off every time I'm done with it, but to the point where I wish when I paused it, it would pause the game time. I mean, I'll tell you what I'm annoyed by. I'm annoyed at this half-assed thing that Nintendo does where it's like, you've been playing it for eh, about a week. It's like, what? No, just like if you tell me or don't tell me. What the fuck is this like? Oh, I started see this three yes. days ago until you have until like after a week you've played it. Then it's like you've played it for about five hours. I was going to go the other way with Nintendo where some games don't have like standby mode fully enabled. Oh, yeah. So the timer keeps going. So it's like I think my deadly premonition save is like 99 hours. And it's like oh, I've played maybe eight. But yeah. I yes, I keep putting it to sleep. Yeah, that's also super annoying. Lineback writes in, so uh, what fast food chains do you want to get movies to? This is regards in uh, that KFC Colonel Sanders movie right. that is coming to Netflix in a week about. Um, I definitely want a crime drama where the Hamburglar is stealing burgers from sure. yep. the, I don't remember the name of the mayor, Mayor McCheese. Mayor McCheese, yeah. I think that's the best. That's the one with like the most cast of characters. Like, yeah, you need it. You need a bunch of characters like Colonel Sanders has the Colonel. Yeah. I don't know. Is there other KFC characters? Maybe a chicken. Somewhere like Wendy's has Wendy. Mm -hmm. There's the Taco Bell dog. I feel like most places have one and then McDonald's has like, you know, dozens. Wendy's, you could do a story of a woman from the country living in the big city and trying to make her way by opening a fast food restaurant. Okay. Couldn't you do that for like any of them, but swap Wendy's out Wendy out for a Southern dude named the Colonel or whose nickname is the Colonel. Nope. And he makes some great fried chicken. <laughs> nope. Cause the Colonel has um, a movie. Uh, I guess Chuck E. Cheese has a selection of characters. I can't think of much of a storyline because they're all just like, we're in a band. Yeah. And then there's the mouse. It's uh, like a Pixar short or something. Or it's Five Nights at Freddy's, if yeah. we're being honest. Yeah, uh, for sure. And the Taco Bell dog is like Beverly Hills Chihuahua. It's one of those. And yeah. goes on a wacky adventure. That exists. All right. Uh, two left. Let's get, let, gotta get out of here, man. This is, podcast is so long. Yep. <laughs> only two of us. Rinku asks, in your opinion, what was the better Sony burn? $299 against the Sega Saturn at E395 or their official PlayStation used game instructional video in response to the Xbox One's initial reveal? For those who don't know what these are, when the Sega Saturn was announced, Sony came out immediately, did the PlayStation 1, much more powerful console, completely ate Sega's lunch. No one cared about the Saturn. That's why the Saturn tanked. Um, 
Pretty similar story with the Dreamcast as well and the PS2. Um, anyways, and then the official PlayStation news game went so and the Xbox One was revealed. Um, they were going for a much more PC like structure where you would put the disc in, it would like auto install and then you don't need the disc anymore, much like older PC games. Uh, but it means you couldn't use used games because it was like a one time thing. Sony was came out with a silly video where they were like, here's how we deal with used games. And they just like passed a copy of a game off to their friend. Just like regular. Um, what's the better burn? I mean, I don't hear anybody talking about the Sega Saturn no more. <laughs> True. I I think the uh, I think the uh, the used game one did more because I feel good. like that completely crippled the Xbox one for so long and probably what gave the PS4 the win for the whole generation. Could be. Yeah, they're both pretty good, honestly, for PR moves. For yep. sure. Uh, Dansky, is there a game title you can think of that's iconic or unintentionally comedic? For example, it's ironic that Remember Me is one of the most forgettable games of the seventh generation. <laughs> Pretty good. <laughs> I still want to play that. That's Don't Nod. I want to play that game. Remember Me. You just always forget about it. I do. Yeah. Oh, it's also, uh, yeah. Yeah, basically. An ironic or unintentionally comedic. They never tell you why and tell me why. Yes, they do. No, they don't. You infer everything. Tell, they tell. I, I, Nobody I guess. tells well, you the anything. Whole, no, the whole story is them wanting to be told why. Yeah, Final Fantasy is a good one. Yeah, and okay, like any of them. Go. Final Fantasy fifteen. <laughs> yeah, any Final number. Fantasy is that's that's the ultimate one for that's sure. That's a great yep. one. Yep. Yep. Uh. The Walking Dead. Oh, shit. Yeah. It's <laughs> right? like military intelligence. You know what I mean? Because we're the Walking Dead. You know, you get it? Oh, one that this isn't really an answer, but kind of. One that made me freak out was when I realized the evil within is another way to say re- the re- like resident evil because it's made by the same dude. And that like blew my oh, fucking brain. I never brain. saw that. Interesting. Okay, sure. <laughs> Blew my fucking mind. Okay. Evil Within makes way more sense than Resident Evil anyway. Resident Evil is just a nonsense phrase. Right, but that's what it means, right? Is the evil within. Sure. (laughs) So, like, that's why it's like, why didn't I notice that sooner? Fuck. Okay. Uh, Second part of the question. Question for Paul and Sean, which is uh, good. Since John's answer is a resounding yes, have you ever bought a game you knew you were never going to play? And if so, what was the reason? I have a legit and cop-out answer for this. Cop-out answer, I've bought games for friends before that I know that I like. That's a cop-out, yep. It's a cop-out. Um, in the spirit of the question, no. <laughs> I I don't buy things that I'm not going to get to. I, oh, no, there's one situation it's when I have played a game or know that I really like something, I will buy another copy of it to support the studio on like another platform or something. Interesting. I have one kind of similar to that. I have bought physical versions of games that I've only owned digitally because I wanted them on my shelf. 
knowing full oh, well i don't even okay. need to unwrap this i will never use it um that's a john thing right there <laughs> <laughs> sure yeah okay. i feel like the john one is more like i would love to play this game i know who i am i know what i'm doing <laughs> take my money sure. um uh, but I've definitely bought like a few games being like I like I've definitely bought a ton of like Japanese games or it's like I really am not going to get to play much out of this. But uh, it is 10 cents and I am buying anything I can while I'm here. <laughs> that that seems like an exception to the rule. But sure, it still counts. I guess. I guess. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. For the most part, when I'm buying a game, it is definitely like, oh, I really do plan to play this. Yeah. Like and if and there's definitely right been away. times where I just haven't. I've never gotten to it for whatever reason. But when I bought it, I was fully like, I as soon as this is done, I'm going to play this. And then one thing led to another. You're actually pretty good about that too, because I know a lot of people that pre-order and then they never get to it. Like you actually do eventually pick it up. For the most part, I try to, yeah. But then there's stuff like I've yet I've not gone back to Watch Dogs. I don't know if I'm ever going to because I remember the control scheme yeah. was weird and I've probably forgotten everything from Watch Dogs Three at this point. But at least you like tried it because you thought you were yep. going to play it. So, yeah. <laughs> All right. That's going to do it for questions. Again, if you would like to send in questions for next week, it's top down perspective at gmail.com at TDP podcast on Twitter, the discord channel or John's PO box. What is your game of the week? 13 Sentinels. And mine is. I don't know. Uh, probably cyberpunk cyberpunk I guess <laughs> sure um, alright um, if you hadn't heard we talked over the game awards yesterday you should go watch that stream I'm told it will be on the top down perspective YouTube channel uh, as of and people hearing this not live I'll have it up probably tonight or tomorrow morning um, and a reminder the community game of the year response survey is available check our twitter check the announcements section on our discord if you haven't voted yet you have uh the entire month of december so no rush but definitely do get those in before our game of the year show if you're a patron uh go and vote on the patron poll that is over on the patreon um and we did an did we do an episode last week or was that two weeks ago on tdp the Mega Man episode is up. If you haven't watched that, go listen to the ep- Mega Man episode. Bug Snacks is the winner, so get excited for Bug Snacks. Um, Woo! Anyways, we'll see you guys next week. Thanks for listening. Bye bye.